It's something that a lot of people are buzzing about, reducing carbon emissions. It's good for everyone. But how do we reduce emissions while also meeting our world's increasing energy needs? Using propane is an excellent way to reduce emissions while meeting energy needs today. Propane is a clean, non-toxic energy source that helps reduce carbon emissions right now. In fact, propane's carbon intensity score in Minnesota is only 80. Grid electricity in Minnesota, including wind and solar, has a much higher carbon intensity score of 136. Who knew that using propane was that much cleaner than electricity? Plus, the abundance of propane and growth of renewable propane means it can be used for generations to come. Millions of Americans rely on propane to heat their homes and businesses, fuel vehicles on-road and off, and much more. Making propane the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you and the environment by going to propane.com. You might not think John Millay would be able to come up with a lot of good high school sports and activity topics in July, but he's done it. He's done it again. We're going to talk about uh, coaches. We're going to talk about some of his favorite stories. We're going to talk about Todd Bauman, Clay Target. We're going to talk about some, some tournaments and some national honors. As always, he is covering the entire state and all kinds of cool stuff. This is Preps Today with John Millay. He's John Millay, the uh, guru of media and prep sports and activities at mshsl.org. Our producer is Brianne Burdett. This is TalkNorth.com. We recommend subscribing to this show or any other show you like at the network on your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's easy. And as always, thanks to our sponsors, Propane and Pizza Barn in Princeton. Let's start off with honors for a coach, Jim. Yeah. Hey, Jim. It's good to be back here um, with you. Uh, this is kind of cool. You know, it's, it's, it is summer. It's July. And there's, boy, there's a lot going on. It, it never ceases to amaze me. But th- this is a neat little kind of a two-pronged story here. Uh Tamara Moore was a was a superstar high school basketball player at Minneapolis North. She went on to play at the University of Wisconsin. She played in the WNBA. And uh, this hasn't gotten a lot of recognition. She's now the head coach of the men's basketball team at Masabi Range Community College up in northern Minnesota. Um, and I think, at least I've seen some media reports, she's the, the first African-American woman to coach a men's basketball team. She is. And she is. Yeah. And, uh, what was really cool. Um, and if people want to go to the MSHSL Facebook page, there's a video from good morning America one day last week, they brought in Tamara under false pretenses telling her she's going to be on a panel discussion concerning title nine and what Robin Roberts and Michael Strahan did. They brought her out to the studio and there was no panel discussion. They brought her out to honor her just as a pioneer uh, in, in coaching and basketball and sport. And if you go to the MSHSL Facebook page, scroll down a little bit, you can see that. It's really neat. It's it's a lengthy segment for one of these network morning shows. It's a cool, detailed segment about tomorrow more. She's super inspirational. And then the, the second part of this is uh, she is now uh, an assistant coach with the Boston Celtics Summer League team in Las Vegas. She just announced that uh, in the recent days. So that's really neat. Uh, Tamara Moore from Minneapolis North doing great things, you know, in basketball and far beyond. She's uh, she's worked with kids in the summers, especially young girls in the offseason. And here she is coaching uh, an NBA summer league team with the, with the Celtics. That's really neat. 
Fantastic. Yeah, when she first got the job at Masapi, uh, I, I did a column on her. And frankly, I, I should have kept checking back. I'm glad, glad you gave me an update. That's that's fantastic news. Yeah, and part of this deal with Good Morning America, they gave her a, a big, one of those big uh, giant golf checks for, for a pretty good amount of money. And uh, I think she was going to turn that back into the basketball program at Masabi Range and just oh, for great. use up there. So I, I think she even said, uh, she I don't know if she said this in the video or if I saw it somewhere else, she's used her own money to, to pay for uniforms up there. Wow. And this is a community college. There's not much of a budget. And uh, yeah, and they, they had uh, clips with some of her players talking about how great she is, how inspirational she is. So yeah, that's that's a great story. That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate the update. I've, I'd lost track of her and that's, uh, that's good news. Uh, let's do some, let's honor some other people here. Talk about honors awarded yeah. other people. I'm going to, I'm going to skip back one, Jim, here to my top 10 stories. That's what we're going to do next year. Um, on, on every summer, we've talked about this in, in the past couple of weeks. I go through all my John's journal stories from the school year and I pick out a top 10. Uh, this year, there were a lot of candidates. So I, I started with five honorable mention stories in no particular order. I've posted those. Those are all reposted on John's journal at mshsl.org. And those five are one stories about Grady and Andy Rosberg, the father and son football coaches in Hutchinson. Another one is about Alyssa Reinsma, who was the first female to qualify for the state wrestling tournament in Minnesota in 2009. There's a story about the final broadcast of longtime Hutchinson radio pro Nick Tuckner. There's a profile of Marshall Barons, a multi-sport official from Southeast Minnesota. And there's a look at a cooperative football team with players from a public school and a private school, St. Clair and Mankato Loyola. Those are the five honorable mention stories. I have begun posting the top 10, starting with number 10 uh, this week. And number 10 is is about Jason DeRussia, someone we know, people know yes. in the media, just left uh, WCCO-TV to, to become the afternoon uh, host at uh, WCCO Radio. Well, he's also the head coach of the speech and debate teams at Maple Grove High School. So that's the number 10 story that's up there. Uh, number nine, which is posted. Hold on, John. We need to pause here for a second. I just think that we need to recognize that Jason DeRush's career really took off after he became a guest on this podcast. I think that's what did it. I don't know if anybody yes. even knew who Jason DeRusha was till he was till he was on this podcast. I think we're I don't think very this, generous here yes, we are. Yes. at the program, yeah. boosting people's I, careers. I'm guessing someone at WCCO Radio heard that and said, "Hey, that guy's pretty good. He's, he's a good that's talker." How things work. Audio, yeah. There you go. So, so Jason is the number ten story. Number nine is uh, about uh, Caden Fritz who I wrote about in, during the hockey season, a high, hockey player, a senior at Edina High School, who happens to own his own construction company. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I love that story. And to, if that's number nine, you know, there's a lot of good stories, yeah. one through eight. And number eight is is a really neat story. It's about the first game in the history of the adapted floor hockey team in Mankato. So I'm going to continue counting those down this week and next week with the number one story unveiled, I think, on July 15th. And then 
and then we'll be through the top 10. But yeah, let's move on to these national honors you mentioned here. Um, I jumped the gun. I apologize. (laughs) That's okay. Gun jumping is okay. Uh, Last week, we talked a little bit about some Minnesotans who were honored by the National High School Athletic Coaches Association. There's a big list of of Minnesotans. Their their convention was kind of in mid-stride as we recorded the last show here. Uh, But there's a lot of great honors for Minnesotans here. Uh, Rory Fairbanks from Hutchinson was named the National Swimming Coach of the Year. Les Zellman from St. James, the National Tennis Coach of the Year. Marcus Ansem, who coaches adapted sports in Robbinsdale. He was named the Special Sports National Coach of the Year. And two coaches, Ziggy Calls from Moundsview and Floyd G. Smaller Jr. from St. Paul Central, will inducted into the National High School Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Congrats to all of those folks. Uh, congrats to retired Edina Band Director Bill Webb. He was recognized at last week's convention of the National Federation of State High School Associations with a Citation Award, which is a very rare and high honor. Uh, Amanda Kaus, she's a member of the High School League Board of Directors and the Director of Bands at Rochester Century High School. She's been named, this is really big, she's been named to the Board of Directors of the National Federation. There are only 12 seats on that board, and now Amanda Kaus from Rochester Century is on the national board. That's a great, that's a great thing. And finally, Bonnie Spohn, a former president of the High School League Board of Directors, somebody I'm proud to call a friend. She was just named the principal at New London Spicer High School. That's a great choice. Congrats to all those folks on all those honors. Great stuff. Uh, we have a lot more coming. We do want to thank Pizza Barn in Princeton, pizzabarnprinceton.com. Speaking of big news, that, that Pizza Barn food truck, well, Pizza Barn food truck number one is out there virtually every day of the week. I think last week they were in Osseo, Maple Grove, Sauk Rapids, and Minneapolis. This week they'll be in, they'll be in Sauk Rapids again. They're going to be Isanti. They're doing tons of private events. And food truck number two, which we've been talking about, it's going to be up on the road soon. And the Pizza Barn is looking to hire the right person to captain that ship. Uh, go to pizzabarnprinceton.com, click on about, and then click on jobs. You see the details on that opportunity and others at the Pizza Barn. It's a great place to work. It's a great, uh, it's a great, you know, mortar, mortar, concrete and mortar facility plus the food trucks. And another tradition, especially in the summer with the Pizza Barn, is people who travel around the country and beyond wear their pizza bar and t-shirts or hats or hoodies and post photos on social media. Uh, one recent example is a young man named Andrew. He was at the College World Series in Omaha and sent a photo in to Jody Stay at the Pizza Barn or posted it on social media tagging the Pizza Barn. And, uh, and Jody will retweet all of those put them on Facebook. I've done this myself. I've stood in front of uh, grapevines in Napa, California with my favorite pizza barn t-shirt and, and done that. And of course the pizza barn right in downtown Princeton has, has a great big menu that goes way beyond pizza, everything you'd want for lunch, dinner, in-person, take and bake delivery, and they cater, uh, go to pizzabarnprinceton.com and there's everything you need right there. Excellent. And if you are going to take a night off for meeting Pizza Barn and Princeton's pizzas, uh, we do recommend grilling with propane. Uh, you know, every once in a while, you're going to not eat pizza for a meal. I know it sounds crazy, but when you do that, we highly recommend using propane and grilling out just like my wife and I do. All right, let's get to the Play Target Tournament. 
Yeah, we officially ended the the year in high school activities here in Minnesota with the Clay Target Championships. Wyzetta won the team title. And this is really something, you know, in, in Clay Target, you basically, you're shooting at 100 targets. I think it's like four rounds, 25 each time. And you get 100 or close to it, you are really good at this. And we had five individuals who had perfect scores. So we had five co-state champions with perfect scores of 100. They are Davis Hay of Wyzetta, Benjamin Knockreiner of Lakeville South, Carter Sampson of Stillwater, Anthony Clausen of Benson, and Keith Rollins of Staples Motley. If there's any surprise there, it's that there's no there's no female shooters. They traditionally do as well as the boys. I'm kind of surprised to look at that list, but uh, congratulations to everybody for competing at the uh, Clay Target Championship. No doubt. Uh, let's get into some post-tournament programs. Yeah, we've talked about this quite a bit, Jim. You know, the high school league no longer prints tournament programs. Uh, this this that we haven't printed for at least two years. Everything's online. That's how the world works now. Uh, and and I've mentioned this before too. Part of that is because whatever the sales price was for those programs, it costs more than that to print each program. They were a huge money loser and everything else is online. Tickets are online. Um, you know, I don't know, look in the college ranks and the pros printed uh, programs are just about dead. Um, you can get a scorecard at a twins game, but, but, uh, one of the advantages of having these things online, they can be updated after each state tournament. And that's been done for all the spring tournaments. Now just go to mshsl.org, click on tournaments, find your specific uh, sporter activity, and you can see those updated programs with results and photos. It's really a cool deal. Let's get into some recruiting news. It is that season. Yeah, it is recruiting season. And we don't talk a lot about recruiting here. I think I think in some ways the media gets a little carried away with recruiting. Agreed. Nothing against kids, but I think it's a little overdone. You know, just look at kid how many of these, you know, athletes stay at the same college throughout their career. They're you know, now with the transfer portal too. It's free agency, but you know, the highest profile football player in Minnesota, Jackson Howard, he'll be a senior in the fall at Cooper. He announced he's going to play football at, at Louisiana State, one of approximately 60 Division One schools to make offers, uh, a defensive end, tight end, all-around athlete. And someone from the class of 2024, Wyzetta's Stella Swenson, announced she will play at the University of Minnesota. If that name sounds a little bit familiar, her big sister, Samantha Seliger Swenson, was an All-American at the U, graduated in 2018. So there you've got a, a, a rising senior, as we call them, and then a, an athlete from the class of 2024 making their announcements known. Excellent. All right, let's wrap up this show with uh, John's final word uh, of a, a person you'll be very interested in hearing about. Once again, thank you to Pizza Barn in Princeton. Thanks to Propane. Thanks to Brian Burdett. And also want to let you know that uh, we have some other cool shows. I did, recently did a, an episode of Dave Lee's new show at TalkNorth.com. Check that out. Uh, we have Bar Down Beauties. We have added On the Bench. We've added The Prost Box. So we have a lot of hockey content. Of course, these days, you're going to want to listen to John Krasinski on the Timberwolves news. We have another new episode that should be out in about 24 hours or so. And of course, we have a couple of Viking shows as we lead into training camp here. Thanks for listening to TalkNorth.com. Now, John's final word. 
Yeah, Jim, you know who Todd Bauman is. He, oh, yeah. he was a played quarterback for the Vikings and three or four other NFL teams. And and you certainly wrote about him and 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 covered him during his career with the Vikings. I'm gonna go to a football clinic later this week, directed by Todd Bauman. Um he before he was a superstar at St. Cloud State, before his his really good NFL career, he was a three-sport star at Russell Tyler Ruthen High School down in Southwest Minnesota. And he's giving back to his hometown. He's going to hold a football clinic there. And I'm going to be there later this week. And it's kind of interesting. Um, the first time I met Todd and wrote about him, he was an assistant football coach in Buffalo, Minnesota. Whoever he had signed with had released him. So he, the football season was just starting. I went out there to practice, uh, you know, before the game, before the first game and watched practice, chatted with Todd, chatted with some other coaches and players. And, you know, days later, he, he got another contract and off he went to resume his NFL career. But he did later become uh, the head coach at, at Buffalo High School from 2014 to 2019. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up with him again, seeing him with these kids. And we'll talk more about uh, next week. Check out TalkNorth.com. Keep coming back for Preps Today with John Millay. Thanks to John for all the great stuff, as always. And uh, we'll keep the shows rolling no matter the time of year. So keep checking back, and we'll talk to you soon. 